All right, guys. Today we will be talking about the blessing of Abraham or the call of Abraham to be more precise. Okay. Now, following after the flood event, and remember Genesis 6 through 9, we talk about the flood. And then in chapter 10, we deal with the issue of the lineage of Shem. And this is the son of Noah. And the whole point when we start doing this and in dealing with not only the history of the Jewish people, but we're also tracing the lineage of the promised seed of Genesis 3 and 15. Remember, everything in all of scripture is predicated upon that hope. It's the hope of salvation. Man failed in the garden, namely Adam, right? Came the death unto man and curse in creation. And then what did God do? He promised salvation, salvation in the seed of the woman. So we're looking for that seed of the woman, which will be the very basis of what we understand as the messianic hope, that seed of a woman, one who is born of a woman, who we know ultimately as we work our way through uh, biblical history will be Jesus the Messiah. But it, so we need to always keep those things in mind when we're considering this thing about this family of this, that we're really tracing the line of the Messiah. All right. So then we move to chapter 11. We talk about um, the, the Babel issue when all mankind ends up being scattered among the face of the earth. And finally, here we are today talking about the call of Abraham. And this is what we're going to study today. So we're going to look at the text. All right. Now let's look at it first, our English text. There are going to be approximately three points, three things that we want to look at in this text that are going to stand out in this text that should be points that drive home the message of God, not only as it relates to what was going on with Abraham, but there are certain principal issues that we ourselves should take from it as we examine Abraham's call. All right, the text. Now the Lord said to Abram, go forth from your country, from your relatives and from your father's house to the land which I will show you. I will make you a great nation. I will bless you and I will make your name great. And so you shall be a blessing. Pay attention there. You shall be a blessing and I will bless those who bless you and the ones who curses you, I will curse. And in you, all the families of the earth will be blessed. All right. So as we look at verse one, we see basically what the call of Abraham, as well as the command to depart uh, from his house. Now, let's switch over here into our Hebrew text. And and the reason why we look at Hebrew, not to mystify you or anything of that nature, but sometimes there are certain details that are always brought out in the original that we don't always see in the translation. And so therefore we want to highlight some of these details and kind of see if there is some type of nuance or some type of emphasis that we can draw out that can make the passage more meaningful to us. And so that's why we do this. So let's look here. And God said to Abraham, to Abram, 
Actually, we know he was called Abram before he was called Abraham. Lake Laka. Now, that's the first thing we want to see. And that is, and we don't see that particular translation in verse number two. Uh, uh, when we said, listen, when I said the Lord said it to him, go, verse number one, I'm sorry, go from your country. But notice he says, Lake Laka, which literally translates, go for yourself, go for yourself. So by understanding this particular uh, construction, we see that the command or the call of Abram to leave from uh, his land and from his house and from his father's house. This is not only a command, but it's a privilege of Abraham. This privilege of Abraham's go for yourself tells us that it is also a blessing. So in God's command of him, to leave and to do these things. It's not just simply God just simply telling him to do these things because I am God and you do as I say. And not only two, number one, not only two, it is a privilege. It is always a privilege to be in service to God. But not only is it also a privilege, it will become a blessing. And that's why we get into verse number two. What is that part of the blessing? And here we are, notice, and I will make you a great people. Ah, it's a part of the blessing. So you become a great people and I will bless you. There we go directly, Barak, that word. I will bless you and I will make great your name. I will make your name great. I will give you a great name amongst the people. And, and here's our key, here's our second principal point in our discussion today. Yay, yay. Y'all know my pronunciation in Hebrew is sometimes awful. So bear with me. Yay, yay, baraka. And that's key. Now, in verse number two, in our English, he says simply this. And so you shall be a blessing. However, in Hebrew, haya, and that is this word right here, haya, yay, yay, right, is in the imperative form. And an imperative simply means it is a command. It's translated in a declarative way. In other words, you will be a blessing. You know, it's kind of like prophetic declarative. But that's not the actual text. The actual text, if you read it as it's literally written, and be a blessing. So what is God doing? God is now commanding Abraham that wherever you go, to that particular land that I send you, I command you there to be a blessing. So Abraham's command is to be a blessing to others. All right, verse number three. And I will bless, and I will bless the ones who bless you, okay? And the ones who curse you, I will curse. And here's our key. Here's our purposeful clause right here again, right? And they will be blessed in you. They will be blessed in you. Who will be blessed in you? All mishpachot, all the families of Adama, all the families of the earth. So now we see his purpose in being called. He is commanded to be a blessing. And who would be a blessing because of Abraham's obedience, through his obedience? All the families of the earth. 
And notice the word that is used here. Families of the earth. Ha-adama. Now, the key thing about Ha-adama is it uses the generic name for all of mankind. So we see that Abraham's call was not so that he himself would inherit a blessing, but also that he might be a blessing. And his blessing is purposeful. His blessing is instrumental. That is, to whom? For all the families of the earth. So Abraham's purpose was to be a blessing to everybody. Namely, and if we want to get, get down to the nitty gritty of it, that through him that promised seed may come who will bring salvation to all who may believe. All right, so let's wrap it up. The final and crucial point is the purpose of his calling. His purpose is for the blessing or the salvation of all the families of the earth. And namely, in, in, in retrospect, in retrospect, since I'm here, let me just tell you basically what it is. So we see Abraham, the father of the Jewish people, the Jewish nation being called for a purpose. It's the same thing that we see in the book of Exodus when Moses brings the children of Israel to the mountain and there they are brought, adopted as a people for God and they are therefore called a priestly nation. But remember the whole function of the priest is to minister, which literally means to serve God, serve God on the behalf of others. So if the whole nation is a priestly nation and we understand that there will be in particular of the Jewish people, the Levite priests, but that's not what we're saying. But the context in, at their, as they are at the foot of the mountain being adopted by God, they are a priestly, a servant nation. And since the function of a priest is to serve God in a kind of representative fashion for the sake of someone else, if the whole nation is priestly, then who is the someone else that they are serving God for? Who are they serving God for the benefit of? You got it? That is, as the same thing we see here concerning Abraham as Abraham is commanded to be a blessing, a blessing for what? All the families of the earth, that is even namely the Gentiles. So the same thing we see once Israel is adopted as a nation, we see this being formally carried out, the promise or the command of God to Abraham. So Abraham was not simply called so that he could inherit a blessing from God. And that's something that we have to understand too. And you know, sometimes I get a little perturbed when I, I'm driving down the street and I look at a tag and I see on the tag, blessed and blessed and this and that, and this and that. Our calling is not simply that we can inherit for ourselves simply a blessing or even namely material blessing true blessing of God is not so much as the material things that we have. Why? Because as far as this heaven and earth is concerned, it's going to pass away. But our true uh, blessing is a spiritual blessing. But more importantly, let us remember as the children of Abraham, as Abraham was called not only to inherit a blessing, he was called also to be a blessing. Same thing for us.
not just that we might ourselves inherit a blessing, for indeed we will, but that we ourselves can be a blessing to other people, namely to those who do not know Christ. All right. Thanks for joining me and see you next time.